0: Ohio has one of the top rates of pediatric COVID infections in the country. Matt Dolan made it official and entered the U.S. Senate race in Ohio, and some predict his independence from Donald Trump will make him stand out. And the grandson of Cleveland Mayor Frank Jackson was shot to death Sunday night following years of skirmishes with the law. It's the Wake Up Morning News briefing from cleveland.com and the Plain Dealer for Tuesday, September the 21st. I'm the editor Chris Quinn. Ohio is experiencing a surge of pediatric COVID-19 cases that puts it among the worst states for numbers of children hospitalized with the illness. 170 children were hospitalized for the illness during the first half of September nine children have died of COVID-19 in Ohio. Among the ten most populous U.S. states, Ohio ranks fifth for hospitalized children with COVID since July 1st. Number one is Florida with 3,198. Rainbow Babies and Children's Hospital has seen a fast uptick in the number of very sick children that started two weeks ago. Hospital leaders expect to be overwhelmed by pediatric cases by the end of this month or early in October. Children began getting infected with the Delta variant of the coronavirus from the moment they returned to school. Ohio State Senator Matt Dolan made it official Monday morning. He's a candidate for the U.S. Senate seat being vacated next year by fellow Republican Rob Portman. Dolan joins a crowded field but stands out as the only Republican in the race not working to get the endorsement of Donald Trump. Jane Timken, Bernie Moreno, J.D. Vance, and Josh Mandel have made clear that their strategy for winning is getting the nod of the former president. Dolan has not. Dolan has a long record of public service in Ohio, having demonstrated independent thinking while holding dear traditional Republican ideology. Is there a path for someone with an independent streak to the nomination if the rest of the field is dividing up the Trump loyalty vote? Dolan means to find out. Frank Q. Jackson, the grandson of Cleveland Mayor Frank Jackson, was shot to death late Sunday, three days after investigators made their first significant breakthrough in a 2019 fatal shooting that was linked to a car once owned by Frank Q. Jackson. The death of the 24-year-old came three days after arson charges were filed against a man who was accused of setting fire to a car seen speeding away after the 2019 fatal shooting of Antonio Para. The truck was registered to the mayor's grandson, and Cleveland police officers went to the mayor's house that night in search of Frank Hugh Jackson. The car was later found torched behind an abandoned building on Cleveland's east side. DNA recovered from a hat outside the car was linked to James Greathouse, a Cleveland man who has a history of convictions for violent crimes. He was charged with arson on Thursday. The first step in the investigation in two years. No one has been charged in connection with the shooting of Antonio Para. In an unusual and controversial move, Cleveland City Council President Kevin Kelly, who was battling to become mayor, pushed legislation through Monday to set aside $20 million of the city's $511 million stimulus cash to expand broadband in the city. Kelly did so even though Council has no actual plan for spending the money. Unlike with other high dollar projects, the Council did not seek proposals from vendors or discuss how it would decide how to spend the $20 million. The ordinance had not been heard in a committee meeting until Kelly placed it up for final consideration Monday, another unusual move. It followed weeks of Council members asking for more discussion and planning on how the city's American Rescue Plan money will be spent. Some of his council colleagues sharply questioned and criticized him for the action. His opponent in the mayor's race, Justin Bibb, said Kelly was using his position as council president to buttress his campaign. Cuyahoga County Executive Armand Budish's plan to establish one or more microgrid districts Which offer redundant power and broadband to make sure outages never occur has cleared an early hurdle, with County Council agreeing to create a county run utility department. The county will now search for a consultant to help find potential candidates to develop and operate the grids pitched as a climate friendly business attraction tool aimed at manufacturers and other companies that require a constant and steady stream of electricity and broadband. The microgrid has been one of Budish's top goals since he took office nearly seven years ago. Thanks for listening to The Wake Up from Cleveland.com and The Plain Dealer.